Game Day on Vision Australia Radio. Proudly sponsored by Uber. Uber's aim is to provide reliable transport to everyone to go anywhere. Download the Uber app today. Now, this is a very important day to celebrate those fabulous devices that help people who are blind or have low vision like me get around safely and independently. I've been using a white cane for 26 years, not the same one because they always got bent, and it used to help me get around my local primary school, get to places in my hometown as a teenager, tackle the mean streets of Melbourne when I moved there as an adult, and now that I'm living in lovely Albury, it helps me get to my favourite coffee place, which is very important. I guess the next step will be learning to use the cane to get to the pub. Coming up next, Sam interviews Diane Lacantoni from Ballarat, a white cane user of two years after losing her vision later in life. And I think this will be a really great interview, hearing the perspective of someone who had lived with sight and then had to learn to live without it and get around using a cane. As someone who's been blind since I was born and was using a cane since I was five, I'm really looking forward to this interview. Over to you, Sam. Thanks very much, Tess. That's right. As Tess mentioned, I'm speaking today with Diane Lucantoni, a white cane user from Ballarat who's had her cane for the last two years. Thanks so much for joining us today on this White Cane Day special. No, thank you very much for uh, having me. Why don't you tell us a bit about yourself? You could talk about how you came to be paired up with your white cane and also sort of what that's meant for your mobility and your independence. Yeah, I was diagnosed firstly just before Christmas in 2019 with macular degenerative and rhinoapathy and um, losing my sight. And um, it was a big hurdle. And then in 2020, I was in touch with Vision Australia for support and um, the team there in Ballarat. And unfortunately, um, we had the uh, pandemic. That's right. So that threw a bit of a banner in the work. Mainly, I had support via video from mobility gentleman, uh, Chris Meany. And I sort of picked it up from that instance. And it was difficult for me to sort of get out and I suppose learning the use of the white cane, having a positive effect. My daughter and I went out to a local shopping area and um, had a few practice runs. And from there, I've progressed, got myself out and about a little bit. It was slow, but um, getting the confidence and the self-esteem and it was an emotional rollercoaster for me, out and about and publicly and socially. And then over the 2020, restrictions were lifting and um, I had more support through Vision Australia here in Ballarat, a lot of support from my, my daughter and family. And then the independence, I suppose it um, kicked in a little bit where I got a little bit more confident. I went forward, then I went backwards a few steps. Mentally and physically, it was tiring and exhausting. And um, now I'm learning how to get out a little bit more. I'm now in the progress of um, having some social things as well like the YMCA, which I'm going to start soon. I'm attempting to do some horse riding lessons. Oh, wow. Yeah, so... Okay, that's pretty exciting. So talk us through a bit 
about that um, emotional roller coaster that you did face and sort of the same things that a lot of people who are new white cane users going through such a huge change in their life and adapting to so many new tools and technologies and things yeah. like that. What was the feelings of sort of the hesitations or, you know, maybe you had some concerns or some worries or maybe a bit of anxiety about getting back out and about and how did you sort of overcome that? Well, with anxiety, I also have a mental health of depression. So with the support of a psychologist, I sort of back paddled a little bit. I wasn't confident enough to get and seek some help. I mainly stayed home, shut myself out a little bit. But a lot of that was through this pandemic that we were also going through. So That's right, yeah. Mentally, it wasn't the best of times. I had to build up a little bit of self-esteem. Once I was out and about a little bit, local shopping, or just to go to the GP, I struggled. And learning to get out a little bit more, I had to push myself a little bit more. And um, I got over a few hurdles regarding socially get out for, say, a coffee or lunch or as we like to do a family thing. It was difficult at first, feeling that everyone was looking at me, watching me. I had to put a bit of a brave face on, but at the same time, I sort of stood there and just thought, well, I can do this, Di. You know, and, and I did, but gradually. It wasn't a thing overnight. It just and, and, and I still do struggle at times, and I still think, well, Silly me, or you know, get out there, you know, yes. make it aware. And people started accepting me who I was, that I'd never changed. I love adventure, I love all sorts of events. Like I've been going to concerts, which is a great therapy. I love my bands, always have from the 70s right through. I love my bands, I love that feeling of being there and the excitement and you know just let myself go we've talked about the challenges a bit more generally but um what have been some challenges in particular related to the white cane perhaps with the getting around and getting used to how it works yeah it does take me some time it's a blessing to have this white cane when you're out and about. Not only people sort of move out of your way, I suppose, but you get to know like the Bridge Mall, for instance. It's got brick pathing throughout the whole mall. Then you've got the path like bitumen. So you can feel that. You can feel the surfaces. You can feel the little bumps and obstacles. It's just a matter of persevering it, learning where they are, mapping yeah. it in your head. Oh, that's right. It's so many steps away from, say, for example, like a cafe outdoors. Yeah. You know? The alfresco. Yeah, the alfresco. That's challenging. Mm. A lot of them sticking out on the path. That's right, all the chairs up, and the... Up. It's almost like an obstacle race. It is, obstacle um, course. You've got all the signs good. put out yeah, and you can trip yeah. over them and, and yeah. And I've approached businesses to say, look, you know, hang on a sec. Please, please bring them in away from walking, you know. Yeah, the main areas of the footpath, yeah. To people with disabilities. I'm very passionate about their safety and getting out and about and around. 
without all these obstacles in their way, dog bowls sticking out a little bit, the mm-hmm. bollards sticking out a little bit. So those are the challenges which you've overcome since the um, beginning of the pandemic and you know now as things do open up and people do get out and about more and it's given you more opportunities to, I suppose, hone your mm. skills with your white cane and that's where I, I suppose from what you've told me all the benefits have really come to the fore. So that's yeah. really exciting to hear about that um, ongoing journey that you have had and it's sort of all really coming together and, you know, things are picking up a bit. Now, would you have any advice for anyone who might be afraid to take that first step to be paired up with a white cane? Yeah, I think finding that support is the most important thing, whether it's a friend, a neighbour, your family members. It does affect them as well, emotionally, physically, mentally. It does affect everyone. Everyone take their own stride. Don't rush it. It will happen. Eventually, you will get your self-esteem and a little bit of confidence. And day by day, just try and get out there locally. Look at your community. There's all different community hubs these days. If you're isolated, you can always speak to your GP or the nurse or someone that's out there, you know, and then you can ring Vision Australia or Australian Guide Dogs. There's so many opportunities out there that are open. I found not only my psychologist, but I just found my local GP. Vision Australia, the team when they have market in locally around here in Ballarat, have a chat to them, have a chat to anyone um, that you feel comfortable and things will happen, things will open and I think the main thing is keep on smiling, keep on having a bit of a laugh, a bit of cry. It's that that gets you through that day that does help eventually. You know, I still have my days where I have that little cry or I... um, you away from things but then I turn around I look at myself and say you can do this so yeah that's my advice Oh, that's fantastic advice and super important things to keep at the forefront of everybody's mind and great words to live by. So thank you so much. I've been speaking today with Diane Lucantoni, a uh, white cane user of two years from Ballarat, telling me all about her experiences today with the white cane. Vision Australia Radio's 2022 listener survey has been extended until October 24. What do you most like about our service? Where are you listening from? How can we improve? Share your thoughts and help shape the future of Vision Australia Radio. Plus, you'll have the chance to win one of 10 prizes just for taking part. T's and C's apply. Visit varadio.org before October 24 and take part now. varadio.org